Let's slide on into the Sarlacc pit and get digested for the next thousand years. Top 5 Star Wars Creatures is coming your way. Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Two Guys Top 5. Hung over on this side of the table, that's me, that's Brandon Winkleman. Hung over over there, that's my good buddy Lucas Swanson. How you doing, buddy? Hey. I'm doing... I'm doing fine. <laughs> me too, man. Uh, late night. Yeah. Late night. But, we're back. We're here. We're not going to miss a week. We just because we make poor decisions. for our art. <laughs> Don't ever Starving say artists. that we didn't sacrifice for you. <laughs> What are we talking about today, Brandon? We're talking about Star Wars creatures, my man. Not yeah, to, we are. Let's say we're talking about Star Wars, but we're not going to start, you know, big. Mm-hmm. We're going to go small. Niche. Niche. Very niche. We're going to start with the creatures. Our top five creatures. Never bugs. Little ones. Name that movie. I can't. Hook. What? It's the very end when the little one of the little uh, uh, Lost Boys is like, what do I get to take care of? And Robin Williams says, never bugs. Little ones. And then he just moves on. <laughs> Don't ask me why I know that. I, <laughs> I, we're talking niche. That's a niche quote. That's a very niche quote. It's a niche-ass quote. Rufy. Oh. We're not talking about Hook. We're talking about Star Wars. Uh, one day. <laughs> Maybe we, we'll talk about defense of Hook. It needs it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Star Wars creatures. Why do you love Star Wars? Man, that's a too broad of a question. I know. I know. But like... What brought you into Star Wars? What made you love, like, as a kid? I know you, like, you were in the same boat as me. Your parents showed you the movies. You fell in love with them. But, like, what, what, what made you want more? I think it's just how beautifully complete the universe is, right? Mm. Yeah. There's so much to it, like, little shit that. Yeah. It was just vast. It was a whole nother world. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember in elementary school, mm-hmm. uh, I would go to our library in the school and they had, like, books on just like, little random things are you inside t- the universe. Yes, I think I remember that. They were, like, little, they were like white hardcover books. Yeah. And they, they went into, like, the specifics of things that they did talk about in the movies. Yeah. You know, like, you had a Death Star or, the, like, a, a Star Are you talking Destroyer. about the ones that they have, like, the cross-section of all the ships and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And they, like, had, they, had like, like pulled them all apart and they had, like, the... The, yeah. They basically explained how they worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they went into the lore, went into the canon. It was great. And yeah, the they just, I don't understand how this could all come from just like a handful of people's heads. You I know? know. It's insane. But yeah, I mean, that's why I, your reasoning is probably going to be the same as mine. Just the vastness of it and how much it how easily it just pulls you in because it's, it's a very simple story right it is it's pretty simple it's in fact it's just it's, it's a science fiction fairy tale it's i guess uh the original is like it's kind of like you know we talked last week about easy a being the scarlet letter mm-hmm. essentially i guess star wars was like one a shakespearean story um that george lucas like twisted and put a sci-fi spin on it and bubble fucked his way into hollywood with well, yeah i mean he gave us Star Wars. You can't hate the guy. He gave us Star Wars. He also gave us Howard the Duck. No, Howard the Duck existed before George Lucas. It was George Lucas's. No, Howard the Duck was a comic book beforehand. Yeah, but he gave us the movie. Yeah, but he it's didn't bad. give us. He didn't I'm give not... us Howard the Duck. <laughs> I can't hate him for giving us Star Wars, but I can hate him for what he did to it. 
I will agree with you on that. Yes, what he did to it. You notice that every movie that, every Star Wars that they kind of were like, eh, George, maybe you just step to the side. Those are the better movies. Yeah. Like, the original Star Wars is George Lucas, and it's, it's you know, held to a high esteem because it's the original. But it is just but, a cheesy 70s sci-fi movie. Yeah. Like, But then Empire Strikes Back comes out, Irvin Kirshner directed. Yep. It was a way better movie. Way, way better. And then Jedi, uh, or I'm sorry, The Return of the Jedi, George Lucas took the realm again, or the, took the reins again, and it wasn't as good. It was still good, but mm-hmm. it's basically on the same level as the original. But it's like a little bit more cheesier. You can tell there's a lot more ploys towards children to like sell toys, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, but, you know, you take him out, you have great movies. Because then you have Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, Rogue One. George Lucas is not a part of any of those, and they are a lot better than the ones that he did, if you ask me. Yeah. I agree. Go listen to our mini-sode about Defense of the Last Jedi. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're talking about creatures in this world, which makes up a very large part of this extremely large universe. Yes. Uh, now, do you, we should restate our... What's the word? Qualifications. Qualifications, thank you. We should restate our qualifications on what we think defines a creature, because it's... I mean, there's plenty of alien life. Mm-hmm. In Star Wars, but Tons I of alien life, don't yeah. think that most of them qualify as creatures. Correct. Like, I asked you earlier in the week while I was trying to make my list whether or not Jabba's little monkey pet would count. Salacious Crumb. Yeah, and then you reminded me of his name. Um, so this little monkey thing, Salacious Crumb, it, it's, it's a Jim Hansen pup, puppet. Yeah, yeah, and it, you could tell. Yeah, <laughs> it looks a lot like it, it looks a lot like like the Dark Crystal kind of yeah uh, uh, bad guys. Yeah, um, or better yet, the labyrinth. Remember the, like that dancing scene with, with the, the, with the yeah, green screen. Yeah, no, it's it's basically um, that yeah model that thing. Yeah. Um, but it's it comes off as sentient, but it's also a pet, and you can tell it's a pet. Yeah. And I guess, like, I, I delved into, like, the lore and the canon of that species, and I guess it's, like, split down the middle in Star Wars fandom as to whether or not it is sentient or not, mm-hmm. because I guess in the lore, that, that like, <laughs> that laugh is really a defense mechanism to ward off predators, and they, like, hang out in packs and stuff, and they have leaders, and they can be smart, but they're mainly dumb and just scavenge. I'm going to say no. That it's not a creature, though. I, I am on the same boat because it comes off as if it has language. Yeah. And that was one of the things that we said last week is it cannot have a language. If it has no. a language, it's out. I mean, and it obviously enjoys, like, a position that it's in. Mm-hmm. It's like a cat. Yeah. Only it can kind of talk. Because mm-hmm. cats domesticate it themselves. Exactly. So, but I mean, cats are creatures. Not my cat. My cat's my little buddy. <laughs> my cat's part of the family. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so I guess we'll give like a slight nod to Salacious Crumb in that sense of... But he also has a name. That's true. I don't think that's like the species name. No. So I'm, I'm going to say no because Salacious Crumb has a name. I'll agree with you, yes. So Salacious Crumb's species, I don't even know what it is, out. Not, yeah. not considered creatures. Um, also has to have, we said, at least 10 seconds of screen time. So uh, there's plenty that we would want to talk about that just kind of like flash on screen and then go away. 
Um, like that bird thing in in um, Force, in Force Awakens. Force Awakens, that's yeah. Just pecking on stuff in the desert. Like I want to know more about that. But <laughs> I, the second I saw that, I could tell it was practical, mm-hmm. and I loved it immediately. I was like, "Thank you, JJ, for bringing back this practical random shit for no reason." Yeah. Um, that and you brought up in the Last Jedi that like whale thing in the background, yeah. where it just like it comes just in it comes in and disappears, and I'm like, I was instantly you know drawn away from the entire scene, but I was like, what? Is that, <laughs> that going to come back? Can That's I what I thought. I was yeah. like, is that, that going to come back? Can I see more of that? <laughs> but unfortunately, we cannot talk well, about it. There's always a bigger fish. So. There's always a bigger fish. What? What's that from? I don't know. Something Some Something shitty, vaguely shitty familiar. <laughs> you Liam, is it Schindler's List? It's Schindler's List because Liam Neeson says <laughs> it. Also, uh, Oscar's last name in Schindler's List is Schindler. Yeah. We weren't even hung over in that. We episode. were not hung over in that one. We were, we were completely. Y'all, um, we're struggling right now. I'm just ugh. gonna be real honest. We need help. <laughs> anyway. Don't say it like that. It sounds like we're alcoholics. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, uh, ten seconds of screen time. No language. Uh, can't be sentient. So I can't know what it really is. I guess if that's mm-hmm. the case. Um, I, I do have a few things. There's, there's one that I think will make it onto your list. Okay. That I want to kind of talk about a little bit as to whether or not it falls into this okay, go for it. category. Well, the trash monster. Ah, yes. the uh, uh, I forget what it's called. Dianong? Something like that, yeah. I... So the Dianoga. Yeah. Because it's... I mean, it, it takes up a whole scene and it is... I think... Never mind. Because... I'd say it's a creature. It Well, it like, but... It doesn't have technically ten seconds of screen time. If you do count but, it, it is technically in the scene though. Right, it does, like it is the whole the scene. like him being drug under and like yeah, it is the scene, and that's that why is I, technically that creature. That's so. kind of I, I I retract what I say because it it wasn't on screen for ten seconds, but the scene itself was based around that. exactly. So I think because of that, because it's kind of like the 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 moon slug. Or the asteroid slug. Yeah, technically, technically they're inside of it. Yeah, so, I mean, and it does, I don't think it has 10 seconds of screen time. No, unless really the, the only time you see it is when it comes... Bleep. Yeah, so, but it it drives the scene, so I believe that that one would count into our list as well. Yes. So, if we're going to delve into the good creatures, our favorite creatures, yes. I think it'd be really easy to, to knock some bad ones off. Okay. Do you have any bad creatures? That, now, define bad. Bad that just, like, you didn't like. Something, something that just it didn't, it didn't feel right. And I think this, you can you keep the keep the creature element, mm-hmm. but ditch the ten second element. Okay. So just any creatures that you just aren't a big fan of, either for their design, their execution, what they did, how they did it. Because I have one in particular that I I know. I, I think I can guess yours. What what the racing things from the Last Jedi. No, I don't mind those. Okay. I don't mind those. I, I, I don't mind the creature design on those. I don't really understand the physics of them, Yeah, but, but that's fine. The design's okay? okay? Yeah. No, I was going to say what Han Solo was transporting in Force, oh, Force Awakens. Yeah. I hated the design on those. It didn't feel like a Star Wars creature. It, it felt really, really out of place. And it was, it, it was all CGI in a mainly practical movie. So mm-hmm. it stood out for that reason. Yeah. I just, I didn't like the design. I didn't like how it handled things and i understand that they 
I don't mind because I, I like that movie as a whole, but mm-hmm. uh, that scene is kind of like the Canto Bite scene to me. Uh, yeah. In Last Jedi, where it's like, that's the one that I'm like, it didn't really fit. Because, uh, you know, it, this thing comes out and it just mauls like 15 people yeah. within a second. And then it decides to grab Finn and carry him through the ship for like 10 minutes. Like, yeah. I don't know. But I just, I didn't like. I didn't like the design is really what it comes down to. If it was a better design and it felt more of a Star Wars creature, I would have liked it more. But yeah. it didn't fit. It didn't feel right. Yeah, I got you. What do you... Do you I think I'd agree with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that creature, honestly. Yeah. I, I, the only reason I thought about it during the list is because I was like, well, definitely not that one because I hate that one. Hmm. Um, I don't know any other creatures that you don't like. Doombacks? Which one are Doombacks? Doombacks are the lizard creatures that the stormtroopers are riding on on Tatooine. oh yeah the ones that are like just cgi'd in for the that's the thing i liked the practical versions of them mm-hmm. but they didn't need 17 of them in a shot like yeah but that's yeah. that's my only qualification for it is that they just overdid <laughs> they it just overdid them. it yeah. they just considering that they have like speeders and shit why do they need yeah why do they have a and it's obviously a slow yeah, thing what is the point of it it's just it's <laughs> Burger, yeah. burger, burger. You know, uh, I, I'm going to say a quick shout out though to. I guess we could just transfer into honorable mentions now because I don't yeah, really know any well. more bad creatures. That one I just kind of wanted to get out of the way because yeah, I didn't like it. But um, quick shout out slash honorable mention to the the big like pig thing that's drinking oh, the water yeah. in Force Awakens yes. with Finn. I almost put him on my list just because. I liked its design, yeah. and I liked how it picked on Finn. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what it's called, but I liked that one. Yeah, I'll give it a shout-out. Yeah. A shout-out. Shout-out. Shout-it-out with shout. Have any more honorable mentions, then? I do. But, there's, I mean, there's there's chances that they could make it onto... Onto the list. The list. Uh, one that I don't think made it onto your list, uh, Banthas. Banthas? Banthas. Yeah. That made it onto your list? No. no. Okay. Banthas did Banthas. Not. Uh, the reason I have Banthas as a honorable mention is, um, the practicality of them. Uh, They're cattle, and... in a way. No, Bantha, the things that the sand people ride. Yeah, they're technically cattle. People eat them. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh. I assume. Yeah, that makes sense. They're like, yeah, but... they're like yaks. What I, what I more so meant was, uh. The practical effects of them like oh, how, yeah. how they how they because it was literally just they they made these big furry suits for elephants mm-hmm. and they put them on top of the elephants and they just walked around in the desert with elephants and, but like you can't even like they trained the elephants to like tuck their tusks up or not their tusks their uh, trunks mm-hmm. up under their chins so that's why you can't see their trunks hmm. and i don't know i think it's just this cool little thing and once again not very practical i think for a desert creature but <laughs> I think they they add to like the sand people, um, Tuscan Lord. Raider. Yeah, I yeah. just I like them. They're cool. They're cool. Cool man. It's all right. Cool. It's all right. It's cool. Should we get into it then? I think so because, I mean, there's there's plenty of creatures, but I, I right doing doing the research. Also, should probably specify the creatures that we're counting down for top five Star Wars creatures are strictly movie based yeah so nothing from any tv shows nothing from any games or comic books like if they're strictly in those and they're not in the movies we're not going to talk about them um i don't know i just felt like that no that's a a fair thing to bring up um we also brought up that prequels don't exist in this podcast so anything from the prequels is out 
Um, but that doesn't matter because I wouldn't have picked anything from there anyway. No. I mean, m- maybe one from the gladiator scene and two. Maybe. No. But if anything, I would have gone with the bigger fish. Does it have 10 seconds of screen time? The one that's chasing them. The one that's chasing them, yeah. But that's either. What about not... just Gungans? They're not sentient. They're fucking stupid. That's neither here nor here. There. Let's. We said Jaja Bean. I was, I was trying so hard not to. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll never talk about him ever again. You know what? No. In defense no, maybe, of Jar Jar. In defense of Jar Jar. We'll do it. We'll do it. I don't want We to. could. We could, but I don't want to. We could. God, I do not want to. <laughs> We're not going to. Let's just get into it before. All right. All right. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into it. Top five Star Wars creatures. All right. So I believe you start this week. Yes, I do. All right. My number five. We've talked about these guys quite a bit, actually. Porgs. Porgs that low, Porgs, huh? number five. Oh, well, like I said, I, I tried to make my list based on not only how much I enjoyed the creature, but also how much of an impact they had. So That's impact, yeah. they have very little to no, in fact, no impact mm-hmm. on anything. They're just kind of there. But they're adorable and they're fun and they make that movie just that much better. They are what the Ewoks wanted to be. I think that's a good, yeah. Only, I mean, the Ewoks at least served somewhat purpose. How did they bring down a military? Right, they have sticks and rocks. And they, like, what is that armor for? They ate them, by the way. Oh, yeah, they definitely they ate them. They straight up ate those people. Yeah, they, and they, oof. Oof. Anyway, porgs. Yeah. <laughs> porgs get eaten in this one, but I don't know. They're just, they're adorable, and they their eyes, that like the sad one when Chewbacca's eating one of them is, ugh. I don't know. They were they were a great use of something that was already there that they mm-hmm. had to make. Uh, puffins, by the way, that's what they were. Puffins. Oh, uh, puffins. not not penguins, not uh, gulls. Puffins. A bit of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the reason that they're on my list is that I do enjoy them, but the reason they're at number five is they don't really serve that much of a purpose other than taking care of something that's already that was that's basically a, a hindering to the filming and fixing it. Um, I love, and that's another reason why I love them is it's just a smart fix that added some elements to the movie. Uh, so yeah, Porgs number five for me. I obviously it's higher on yours, but <laughs> yeah, it's not that much higher, but it's higher. <laughs> uh, my number five is actually the Dianaga. Fuck you. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I. That's I, a great scene, and it's all because, well, mainly because of the Dianaga. Yeah, I mean it's just such a weird practical creature mm-hmm. too because it's just an eyeball on a stick yeah and you can totally it's so tell it's gross just, looking and like <laughs> and it adds to even uh, to an already stressful situation right like, my my question was always though how, how did it get in there that's a very good question I never not know. only how did it get in there how does it survive when it compacts who knows how yeah who knows how like it could be like octopus that's, style or jellyfish where it's no actual and actually if you look at like an actual picture of it it is like, like an octopus like it has yeah. like the octopus mouth and everything mm-hmm. so so maybe it, it doesn't have any actual like vertebrae yeah but i but it's also like one of the first examples of a creature in the star wars that's true yeah other than like what you would expect from creatures being you know the bantha mm-hmm. and the dunebacks like it was something different and it was like, like an alien that wasn't sentient mm-hmm. that was like oh there are things in this universe that are just killing machines yeah. i get it and it's kind of that whole um, mystery element to them, too. Because yeah. the only thing you see is, like, 
a single tentacle and the eye. You yeah. know, and you, um, until people expanded on the lore and the canon, that's all it was. It's all it was was a tentacle yeah. and an eye. I always pictured it as as, as like a snake mm-hmm. until I found out that it was more of an octopus thing. Exactly. Um, so yeah, actually, I I think that's a good pick. Yeah. I like I like uh, the trash compactor monster Dianaga. Yeah, good pick. Thank you. Solid. My number four is the Sarlacc pit. Ah, number four for the Sarlacc pit. Uh, a lot of people. I was reading up on the Sarlacc and the original without the remastery didn't have the like beak this the cgi beak yeah and it was just like a pit with spikes in it and like so and that's all it really was mm-hmm. and then the remastered they they added like the cgi tentacles and the cgi beak and apparently everybody hates the addition of the beak i don't know why though because i kind of get it i mean if I you think about it like that's technically its tongue because if the whole thing is its mouth well what about aliens yeah but their tongue also has you're right but it's <laughs> I get what they're saying, but at the same time, yeah, I, yeah. I think it adds to it because like, if it's not there, it's just the spiky pit. Yeah, you don't really know what else is going on there. Yeah, but the so the like I said, the Sarlacc pit, like it has its own scene around it, so that's why I put it above Porgs because Porgs don't really serve any purpose towards the story, but the Sarlacc pit like serves quite a bit of purpose. It mm-hmm. even it takes out Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba Where? Fett. Where? <laughs> Niche quote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb way to die. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the Sarlacc pit, it was its it was menacing, it was scary, and once again, the mystery of it. Yeah. And the the whole... By the way, I did some reading up on them. Oh, me too. They're like an iceberg. Yeah, they like arrive on an asteroid, and then they like just live there forever. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just bizarre. I love the creature design. And it, it's when I say it's like an iceberg, it's because like that, that pit and the, the beak... Uh, is just the tip of it. The underneath is just this huge expansion of like intestines and stomachs and tentacles yeah. and all this stuff is just buried deep and it's like the roots of it. It's just a monster. It's awesome. It's, it's this big nasty thing. Yeah. And yeah, I when I read that up on that, I was like, that's that makes it that much cooler. And but you know, like I said, I I tried to keep it just the movies and nothing nothing expansive expansive mm-hmm. outside of that. Yeah. Um. But it posed a threat. It was a really cool design. It was unique. It was different. And it had a whole scene based around it. And so that's why I put it at my number four. Only reason I had it that low is I found stuff that was better. That's fair. Yeah. So I like pit number four. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, my number four, porks. <laughs> I told you, it's not much Not higher. that much higher. <laughs> so yeah, re-talking porks here. I just, I love them, man. They're, they're so dividing, and I love that about them. Yep. Because you either love porgs or you hate them, and I don't get why you would hate them because they're just adorable. It's it, I I would understand if you hate them if it was like an Ewok thing, yeah. where they're obviously there to sell toys, but then they're also attempted to be like a big part of the story, a massive part of the story. Yeah. Whereas porgs are like, yeah, we could probably sell some toys out of this, mm-hmm. and that was about it. Yeah. Um, and they had some their fun moments, and I, I, another one that I I, I want to give a shout out to, real quick. They're sentient, though, so that's why they're not on the list. Mm-hmm. Is the little people who take care of like the Jedi village on the island in that? They're Jedi? so good. I love those guys. They're so good. I love them. <laughs> Every time Ray just screws with them, and they're just like, <sighs> <laughs> they're just trying to live. <laughs> All they do is take care of the place, and she's just ruining it. <laughs> I know they're so good. Anyway, yeah, porgs. Continue. Yeah, porgs. That's that's all I got. That's all you got. Yeah. 
Yeah, porgs are fun, man. Porgs are fun. It's hard for me to get behind someone who doesn't like porgs. I know. It's a creative way of fixing a problem, and they added an element to the story. Mm -hmm. All right, porgs, obviously a good choice. I had it on mine. Mm -hmm. Number three, wampa. Snow wampa? Snow wampa. Snow wampa. Wampa. I love the wampa. I do too. And actually, you know what? That's also my number three. Is it? Yes. (laughs) Another crossover. We might be. We might be the same thing. We will going up. But uh, yeah, the wampa. I really like the design of him. It's almost yeti esque, but um, it was a good fix to a problem. Yeah, that's the other thing. It was another creative fix, like Porgs, because. Mark Hamill had a motorcycle accident or a car accident? I believe it was a motorcycle accident. Motorcycle accident where it left his face scarred. Yeah. And uh, it was like mid-filming. So they created that opening scene to explain the scars on his face. Mm -hmm. And it actually drove pretty much the rest of that movie. So the Wampa kind of gave you The Empire Strikes Back in a a sense. You know, obviously it's not 100% the reason. But yeah, the Wampa being the kicking off point of luke's it was kind of like it was cool for the story because you know you luke gets knocked down and basically almost killed and then he grows back up and he he heals up and he becomes at the end of that movie yeah what he is um but the wampa is just cool oh yeah love the wampa what do you have to say about wampa i love it also it's it adds to the whole you know chopping the arm off of things Mm -hmm. (laughs) fetish that star wars has do you know how many limbs have been uh cut off in the star wars series counting prequels uh yes okay hang on because i i looked this up it's a it's a scary number 12 ish apparently it's like 26 i don't know where the other because i when i tried counting myself i got to like 10 or 12 somewhere around there and then it was like, nope, it's 26. I'm like, well, what are they, are they counting other things? Like, are they counting, like, when a droid gets its arm cut off? Or, like, a, a Because I was only counting, like... I was only counting characters, like Episode 4 is this guy in the bar. Mm-hmm. Five is Wampa. Five is Wampa, then there's Luke's hand. Mm-hmm. And then six, six is, is Vader's hand. hand. And there's Snoke. Snoke gets his shit cut up. Not counting the new one. Okay, not counting the new not one? Not counting okay, the new one. Okay, then I'm only at, like, ten. Yeah. Because then, um, then prequels, you have all four limbs of Anakin. Darth Maul gets cut in half. But is that that's not limbs? No, but that's the thing. I don't know where they're like where they're coming. Their from basis is as to what a limb is and what cutting cutting a limb off is. Huh. But yeah, anyway, um, what were we talking about? Wampus. Wampus. <laughs> but yeah, the also you, the the limited shots of the Wampa to mm-hmm. make for it make it even better because you don't really get this whole like grasp of what it is it's just constantly like flashing in front of you mm-hmm. actually apparently i looked into this um the very original version of that movie yeah they didn't have those scenes with the wampa really so it was just like you know luke hanging and getting his lightsaber and the noises in the back oh so he doesn't actually fight it, it well he would he did fight it but like you know that scene of like luke looking up at the wampa and it's like from the wampa's perspective yeah. And then he cuts and then the arm falls. That was all they really had. They had basically just the arm. Okay. So they didn't have like the scenes where it attacks him in the Yeah, they, they they didn't have 
they it was kind of like just like the super mystery thing of like you know you get a reaction shot and then it like cuts to black huh and like all those scenes of like the wampa hunched over and like eating whatever it was yeah uh those weren't in there and like the wampa like ducking through the uh the ice falling down and like yeah. coming through the the cave they didn't have that but I'm so like that's one of the things that no one talks about in the remastered editions is like they added that. Which they is did some good additions in the remastered. It's yeah. just they let George take a little bit too much. Yeah, and they were just, he was like, let's jerk off on CGI. And he's yeah. Like, yeah, let's get more doombacks. Yeah, <laughs> let's get more doombacks. See, so, yeah, I think that's all for Wampa. Yeah. Wampa, Wampa, yeah. Wampa, 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 Wampa. Roger, Roger. <laughs> What's that from? You know, I can't tell you. <laughs> It's just, it's such a vague memory that I can't escape. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my number, my number two is the Rancor from episode six. Same. (laughs) (laughs) I can, I know what your number one is then. But yeah, I mean, Rancor is cool. That was what, that was the first, like, big, menacing, scary monster in the Star Wars universe. Other than, you know, like the Moonworm. Yeah. Um... Or I should say the asteroid worm. I keep saying moon worm because it's easier to say, I think. Yeah. Um, the ass worm. The ass worm. That's <laughs> not called Yeah, that. the rain, the Rancor. Um, yeah, talk about the Rancor. I talked about the Wampa too much. You talk about the Rancor. The foreboding size of it. The fact that he just keeps it. Also, that it it has an owner mm-hmm. that cares about it. Mm-hmm. Like, that whole scene where he starts crying when it dies yeah. is super messed up. Because <laughs> there's a backstory to it of, like, how he raised this thing. Uh-huh. And... It's just also foreboding. Like it's this this huge clawed, big teeth creature. Mm-hmm. Like and it's like drool coming out of there. It's, it's so oh, the practical on it mm-hmm. is so good. That's one of my favorite scenes in the whole saga. Is when Luke sticks a bone in its mouth and it it's like and, and it chomps down and it like sh- it like snaps and the bone splinters and you can tell it's all like real and I don't know how they did it, but yeah. it's it's so well done. It really is. Yeah, the Rancor. It's a scary scary ass monster and it serves purpose it has purpose behind oh yeah the movie so because only because uh, only a jedi could kill it you know mm-hmm. and it proves that luke doesn't need a lightsaber to right because he crushes him with the door mm-hmm. with a well-placed skull throw <laughs> is it a skull i thought it was a rock no I th- is it a rock i thought it was i think a... it's just a rock it's surrounded by skulls oh okay that's my I, okay. yeah yeah i Either way, he makes an impossible Hail Mary Aaron Rodgers throw <laughs> to close the door on him. Use the force. <laughs> and Rodgers doesn't? I never said Rodgers doesn't. All right. Hail Rodgers. How would he make that throw in Detroit? <laughs> Surrounded by... <laughs> <laughs> he probably just thought this is what Luke felt when he killed the Rancor. Speaking of that, <laughs> speaking while we're on a Rodgers talk, did you, you've seen him messing around with the lightsabers, right? When he was still dating Olivia Munn? Was it lightsabers? I thought he was wearing like a Jedi robe and pretending to be a lights be a Jedi. I haven't seen that. I've seen like where well, Olivia look, Munn I'm... is doing her Psylocke stuff with like her swords, and he's in the back with a sword, just going, oh, 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 just like doing really basic. We'll look shit. it up after this. I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure that he's, there's one of him pretending to be a Jedi, and I love him. Um, and he owns part of the Bucks now, he so does. he's here forever. Uh, that's a different podcast. Packers, do fucking good this year, please. We... <laughs> I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> Anyway, Star Wars. Anyway, should we get to number one? Number one. Tauntaun. <laughs> Bill <laughs> Hader's Tauntaun. <laughs> Tauntauns are great. They are. They, they really are. They are 
oh, they're so great. I love every scene with a Tauntaun in it. They have a lot of story behind them. They have a lot of impact on the story. It's because of a Tauntaun that Luke's even still alive in that movie. I thought they smelled bad. On the outside. On the I outside. just did. <laughs> Tauntauns are awesome. I love they're Tauntauns. They're a really cool design, really unique design. The like stop motion that they use to actually achieve it is mm-hmm. great. And like I'm looking at the Empire Strikes Back poster now. There's a Tauntaun front and center. Like everyone loves Tauntauns. They're like tusked kangaroos yeah, i love them I was, they're really really cool and impersonating one is really fun what 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 i don't know like there's not much you could say other like there the only a... reason i like tauntauns is because i like tauntauns yeah that's true I, I you know growing up there was i think i had a tauntaun toy that i could like put my my luke my luke skywalker character on um Never understood the innards of a tauntaun though. Like, oh, how they look like when rice Han, noodles. Yeah, Han like cuts them open and just like, and it was just. I don't think I want to understand it. I don't get it. I don't know what's going on in there. But I mean, whatever. <laughs> tauntauns. 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 Tauntaun. All right. Tauntaun number one. That's, I guess that's all we can say about them. Yeah. Let's start the combine, huh? The combine? I don't know, dude. I'm still hungover. <laughs> The combination list. Let's go. The, the, the co- co- collab it up. <laughs> Boo! All right. Number five. Here's the thing. Okay. Let's get into it. Number one, Tauntaun. Number two, Rancor. Number three, Swamp Wampa. Or, Not Swamp Wampa. Went, uh, sorry. I, I'm reading Snow. I just... I combined Snow swamp. Wampa into oh, swamp. swamp. I kind of want a Swamp Wampa now. Well, there are some in other iterations. Are there? Yes. There I want to see that. It's not canon anymore. Um, I know. Anyway. Anyway. Snow Wampa. Snow Wampa. And then we go down to Porgs in the Sarlacc pit. Then we go to the Dianog uh, in Porgs. So. Porgs is on there. Porgs is on They're basically all on there. Yeah. One through three is set. Yeah. Tauntaun, <laughs> Rancor, Snow Wampa. Yeah. Uh. I mean, we both have Porgs, so I think Porgs goes four. <laughs> I agree. Uh, then we'll duke it out with... Uh, Sarlacc and Dianaga? Yeah. See, I, I I liked our talk about the Dianaga and how it had that, that sense of mystery, and it was one of the first iterations of, oh, there's there's other things to worry about here other than the Empire, because it's you know space and there's aliens and stuff. I liked that. Yeah, but the Sarlacc also gave us plenty of iterations of Han! <laughs> so. I, everything that happened around the Sarlacc pick. That's that's one of my favorite scenes, actually. Is, yeah. Is that whole thing. A lot of people give that scene grief, but I don't know why. Yeah. I, this, is, this is actually a pretty decent matchup between these two. Because you also get, uh, out of the Dianaga, you get, 3PO! Oh, where could he be? Yeah, but that wasn't, like, directly the Dianaga, though. Oh, that's that, true. That's when the walls that's start true. coming that's in. That's the walls. So I, uh, I gotta give it to the Sarlacc, man. Ooh, you're right. That's yeah. He sold me because I'm more, I'm more interested in the walls, the the walls closing in in that scene than Dianaga. Because yeah. the, um, the whole like Sarlacc scene, the basis of it is the Sarlacc because they're yeah. all just trying not to get eaten by the Sarlacc pit. Yep. I mean, it, it took out, it took out Boba Fett. Well, technically, Han took out Boba Fett, and then he f- flew into it, but. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. So we'll give it to the Sarlacc. <laughs> All we'll right. Just do Sarlacc it. number five. God, that was that was 
the quickest we've ever busted out a list. Yeah, that's fine. We'll I don't really like that. I don't either. <laughs> but we'll try it. We'll plan accordingly for next week. Um, but they can't all be gems. Right. All right. Well, let's break it down. Break it down. Number five, Silent Pit. Number four, Porks. Love porgs. I love porgs too. They're so good. Quit hating on porgs, man. It's not worth it. Number three, Snow Wampa. (laughs) My arm. (laughs) Number two, the Rancor. Of course, number one, the Tauntaun. Number nine. Number nine. So we have it. That's our top five creatures of Star Wars. Uh, we still got some time to kill, though. You want to do another quick list for them? Yeah. I, mean, I feel like, like we owe them we, in our hungover state. Yeah, yeah, this is... It's a disappointment to, to hear a list just get... It really is. I dropped the pen cap, so I'm bending over to pick it up, and now I'm back in front of the microphone. <laughs> and click. But yeah, I mean, we could go from niche to general real quick and just kind of talk about the movies themselves. I mean, the reason we don't want to necessarily do a full-on episode of just rating the movies is we agree on just about all of them. Pretty much, For yeah. most of the list. When it comes to like that number one, number two spot is when we start to we start to differ um but i mean we could bust that out for you guys real quick and might as well let's just do it yeah number five see hang on i gotta i gotta go i gotta think because it wasn't it wasn't a five list when we went through it oh that's right we just kind of went through them uh i mean obviously prequels the worst yeah so they're out they're not even in it um four i'd say four is at at a lower place i'm I'm just just going through them yeah oh four five six seven eight Rogue One. So there's six movies. So uh, four's out for me. Yeah, t- if, if we're doing uh, a, if top a top five, five basis, four is out. Unfortunately, and it's only because it didn't. It doesn't really age well. It's a little bit slower than it's I a like. lot of bit slower. Like I, I made the mistake of uh, we we decided to marathon Star Wars, and mm-hmm. we were Rogue One had just come out, and we I just bought it, and I was like, you know, it'd be a good idea watching Rogue One. And then four, because it's like seconds before four. They do blend really they, well. They go together. But Rogue One is just, it's it's fast-paced. It's go, 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 go. Yeah. It's exciting. And then you get to four, and it's like, here's an old man in a desert. Ooh. Yeah. And it's it's a, it's a hard turn. Yeah. It's a hard turn. It's still so great. Yeah, I still it's, love it. I love four. Love it. If we didn't have four, we wouldn't have the rest of them. So, I mean, you could say... But it's a solid six. That's yeah. <laughs> it's... It's just not there anymore, in my opinion. Um, yeah. So I guess number five would probably be Return, right? Yeah, Return of the Jedi, simply because it's it's too campy. It is too campy. It's too campy. It's it's obviously directed towards more of a marketing standpoint for toys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still love the story. It gives us oh, yeah. one of, if not the best lightsaber fight. Oh, the best. It's in my I opinion. love the passion behind Luke. 
Oh yeah, and like because it's he's fighting with his anger again, which totally blends in for episode eight. You guys, yeah, watch six and tell me he doesn't have some shit inside. Um, anyway, yeah, like the whole conversation with him and the emperor, the the space battle, the uh, mood of Endor, the amount of Lando we get, tons of Lando, and um, Neon Nub. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love Neon Nub. Neon Nub. That's a weird ass character. No one's gonna know. Um, he's Lando's co-pilot. Hey, he's Lando's co-pilot in the Millennium Falcon in yeah. episode six. <laughs> he's a goofy character. I'm so glad I get to do my Neon Nub impression. But yeah, six. I it's I love it. Uh, also, Luke has a green lightsaber. You know why mm-hmm. they gave him a green one? No, because of the desert scenes. Blue blue, and- blue wouldn't have shown up against the backdrop of the sky. Oh yeah, so they gave him a green lightsaber. Well, thank God, because I love that lightsaber. I do too. Love it. Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of good in six, but the Ewoks. I like Ewoks, but I don't. Do you think Ray's gonna get Luke's old lightsaber, the green one? The green one. Because technically, his first lightsaber is gone now. Yeah, whatever happened to his green one? He still had it, I would assume, because he has it when he's about to strike Kylo. No, he doesn't. Yeah, it's a green lightsaber. Oh, that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah that'd be cool. We'll see. Maybe. Um, I would hope so. I think that would be really good. I'd really, or Ray learns how to build her own. I wouldn't be. I, wouldn't I suppose she that. has the books. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah. I could go either way. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. Nine. It's. It'll be. I'm very interested to see too, everything in nine because eight it's was great. Fresh. Yeah, it was. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's enough about six. Episode six. Uh, so, and then the four spot would probably go to Rogue One. Rogue One, yeah. Um, no, I would give it to Force Awakens. You're right. I, I yes, Awakens. I agree with that. Sorry, uh, I forgot about Force Awakens. I know, me too. That's the, that's the thing about uh, ever since Rogue One and 8 came out, I just forgot about Force Awakens, I even like, though I really I like Force Awakens. Force Awakens. But it's just fallen it off. It's stuck with me. I think it's it's just because it's too member berry for me. Yeah. It's too... It's too now that we're there talking about it, I almost scenes in it though. I almost want to put it at five and put six above it. I'm almost there. I don't know if no, I am. I don't. There. I don't want to do that just because. I mean, there's a lot of good out of seven. There's a you get lot Kylo. Of good. You get you get Kylo. You get you know. You get Poe Dameron. Poe. I finally built the the X-wing. By Did the you? Way. Yeah. He got me a Lego X-wing for my birthday because it had a hole in the box and it was cheaper. <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> they give you those little tools that pry up. Legos really? now. I didn't realize that after using my teeth about seven times. And I looked <laughs> out. all those tooth marks in every piece yeah, of Yeah, and I looked out, I'm like, oh, that would have been nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so yeah, I mean, seven, seven has a lot good about it, but I think just the the fact that it's too memberberry for me is, is what brings it down. Uh, but you get a lot of cool characters out of it, a lot of new stuff. Yeah. Um, great characters. The characters that I find more enjoyable and more... Good to see Harrison Ford back. Yeah. Even if it's just kind of Leia, C three, like all the characters are yeah. back. Everyone, everyone. The makes whole their arm bit was great. <laughs> you probably don't recognize me with my red arm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I. Would that's say, a good yeah. seven. That's a good seven. Number four. Good four. Yeah. Episode seven. Yeah. Uh, three. Rogue, Rogue One. One. Rogue One's great. Love Rogue One. Uh, we have been given a reason to defend Rogue One. I was getting pretty heated about that. I know, but. I brought up some good points. You brought we we brought up good points in defense of it. Yeah, but they were bringing up good points as to why it might not be considered good. Uh, and this this whole podcast is in is mainly about everyone having their own opinion and the 
it's yeah. the beauty of opinions. But we'd also like to yours. use this as a chance to, you know, <laughs> try and you why change you're your wrong. opinions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rogue One was just. I wasn't expecting anything from Rogue One, and I think that's why right. I enjoyed it so much. Because I, I, I went in being like, okay, let's see what they do with it. And, right. like, I think one of the complaints you, you had brought up to me from them was that they didn't care about the characters because they knew they were going to die. But yeah. that never crossed my mind when I was watching it. Really? I, it was there for me the whole I time. I never thought about it. Like, I knew they were going to die, but it was never, like, on the forefront of my... Like, well, while I was watching it, I started having these thoughts of, like... I know in four they bring up that everybody died, but like maybe they try also it's and how them? they die that's kind of it is like, like everything. Well, we should probably talk about this in the defense of yeah, but we will. I Rogue One is such a it's such a different take exactly, and, and I like the fact that it's not about a, a singular Jedi. Like mm, there's no Jedi's in this no, one, which is great. I mean, technically there are people who are Force sensitive, but yeah, but not in the same like commanding mm-hmm. way. But yeah, like when I when I heard Rogue One was announced and I heard what it was what it was and what it was going to be and it was going to be another prequel sequel kind of thing, mm-hmm. I kind of immediately swayed away from it and thought it was going to be bad. Yeah, and I think that might have been what brought it up a little bit higher for me too is the fact that I had zero expectations going yeah. into it, which is why I'm hopeful for Hans for the solo movie because I'm like I'm hopeful, but I I I have even lower expectations. They're giving Lando a movie. No. Already they've decided that they're going to no. give Lando a standalone. That's what we all wanted in the yeah, first so place. If anything, it gave us that. So, I mean, technically we didn't want that in the first place until we heard Donald Glover was going to play him. And then we were like, well, this is what we wanted yeah. in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's great. I'm ex- I'm, I'd, ex- I'd be excited for that. Yeah. Um, Which means it'll probably be bad. Yeah. Solo, I, people are saying it's good, but. We'll see. Yeah. We'll, I'm, I'm hopeful. I will keep my mind open for it, uh, but it's not that open. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, so that was Rogue One number three. And then two and one is where we're, I think, going to kind of wiggle a little bit. Yeah. Because I would say two, would, for me, would be Last Jedi. One would be Empire Strikes Back. And I would reverse it. And you would go Empire, then Last Jedi. I just have a hard time, like... Everything iconic about Star Wars comes from Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, and but the reason I, I mean reverse top it, five creatures, Tauntauns, yeah. episode five. I, I get that. <laughs> I didn't even think about the fucking Crystal Fox. I thought about them. Oh, I liked them. I liked them, but they were it, practical. I know. I didn't know that until I saw some like they behind were the scenes practical, of them, and that is awesome. Yeah, I don't know crystal foxes they're they're cool but i get it they're not tauntauns they're not tauntauns i love episode five don't get me wrong mm. but i have much higher appreciation for last jedi because th- they were able to advance a plot way more than last jedi or than empire did empire like you get the oh luke's his son shit but like there's so much more growth in the last Jedi. i guess in last jedi there's a lot of like there's a lot of that basically what you get with episode five and vader saying i'm your father you get like three of those moments yeah because you get the last jedi not your parents were nothing you get snoke yeah going out you get 
you get the realization. Yeah, you get Luke going out. You get the realization of Luke still fighting with his inner turmoil. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like that From whole, six. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> I it guess... took everything from five and expanded on it a little more. I can see that. I enjoyed the like the salt field fight more because see I so if you were comparing you know as far as a war scene the Hoth scene is better but like as far as like the like this is the last of the rebels being hunted down I feel like the whole salt flat thing was much more like it was more tension yeah because it's like they had so many less people than Hoth did Mm -hmm. and it's a lot prettier it really is a lot prettier (laughs) I don't know it's it's really tough for me to. To, to sway on on empire and that's, that's fine i mean you're entitled to that i'm just saying, i know I'm, I'm explaining myself at right this point. and that's but like if you know what we do on this on this show yeah. is we we collab and we come up with a singular top five but i the reason that we didn't want to do this one is because there's a there's probably no way that we're gonna sway on these no there's not gonna really be a collaboration well, and that's why i figured we could do it real quick and yeah just kind of we could at least there. we could at least share with you guys our feelings on the movies but yeah, Empire, it just, it, there's everything that I want from Star Wars is because of Empire. Because mm-hmm. I got everything I wanted out of Star Wars from Empire. So watching, you know, Force Awakens, it it had the fun stuff. It had the remember, remember this stuff. It had the new characters, but it didn't have that big impact that Empire like kind of sets up for. And that's why 6 doesn't really hit for me either is because... You know, you have all this setup from Empire for all these big hits to happen. Yeah. And you really don't get any of them. Exactly. Uh, but that's what I'm saying, dude. Episode 9? Episode 9. Got set up like Episode 6 did. So they have all this shit. I guess. but Because like, if you think about it, the, the Rebellion's basically gone now. Mm-hmm. They have to re-up their stuff. So there's going to be a time jump. I'm calling it right now. There's going to be a time jump. Oh, like into the future? Yeah. It's, it's not going to be like... That's another thing that people seem to have a problem with that it literally started right after the last one why would people have a problem with that i don't know it's just i I remember people complaining about it for some reason or about how how the time frame was really short in that movie but so (laughs) yeah that's what i'm saying but i don't know they don't like in empire they never really delve into how long luke is actually training for no they don't and it they make it seem like it's only about a week or so and they make it seem about the same for ray and her training no, but um, I'm, I'm saying like the whole like them flying away is directly after they destroy Starkiller Base. Oh, so well, what else would happen? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So that that's where that that's where another movie would come in is they just blew up Starkiller Base. Now now they want to get payback. Yeah. <laughs> what? Why wouldn't they? Yeah. They're like, oh, they destroyed our base. Let's think about this. Let's reflect. Where did we go wrong? Guys, meeting. Meeting in the conference room, 8 <laughs> o'clock. Conference room is gone. They blew it up. Ah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was also on Starkiller Base. Greg? Also on Starkiller Base. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, should we just call it at that? It's, I mean, you bring up a good point that you get that impact from 8. Yeah. Like, three times more than you do in that's Empire. what i'm saying dude i think eight takes everything that's great about episode five and expands on it but i think the reason 
that it does that is is kind of like what you said when you were doing the defense of is it kind of smushes five and six because yeah. you know episode seven was basically a remake of four is what yeah. a lot of people say and then this one was kind of like a, a iteration of both five and six together exactly which means nine can be a completely nine can be different just completely th- completely different which is amazing i'm so i'm really really excited for that exactly. i hope it goes well it's it's just hard it's hard for me to to turn my back on the empire you're not turning it back I'm turning my. If I put it at two, that is me turning my back on it. I'm sorry. That's just. That's fair. I mean, I'm not going to sway you. I'm not trying to. I'm just letting you know. Yeah, I. I don't like. I said I'm not going to sway you. You're not going to sway me. Mm-hmm. I still love Empire. I I love Last it's Jedi. It's still a very close number two. Yeah, like it's. I just I like Last Jedi a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I. I love those movies. I love these movies so much. So so much. Love them. Love them. So all right. We we should just cut it. Yeah, cut the cord. Those you're never gonna get a definitive number one out of us. Unfortunately, our our two guys top fives is more of a two guys top four and, and a, a half. half. <laughs> <laughs> so we cruised through our first list, and we apologize for that. We didn't think it was gonna be that easy. That'll happen. But you know, poop That'll happens, happen. man. Poop happens. We can swear now. No, no, no. <laughs> poop. <laughs> I got to say poop on the podcast, so. You got to say butt all those times True. on the last one. I got to say poop on this one. But anyway, top five creatures. Broke it down for you. Tried to go into the movies themselves for you as well. We're probably going to see Solo. Not right away. No, That's eventually. not what we're about. Maybe like a week after, and we'll probably do a review on it, let you guys know if it's worth seeing or not. Yeah. Next week. Yes. What do you want to do next week? Next week, we, we've, been, we've been given a lot of love. Pretty much our whole show has been love. Yeah. We need to get some hate in there. We need to get some anger, some hatred, some rage, some jealousy. I can feel your anger growing inside you. So anyway. Yeah, what are we doing? Next week, top fives. We're going to do stuff we don't like. So it's going to be our top five deterring actors. This is going to be anyone in a movie that we are like... You, if you, you see them in a role, you do not want to see yep, that movie. You Like if, if Deadpool was announced... And instead of Ryan Reynolds as the lead, it was somebody else that we don't like. And it doesn't matter how good the movie is behind it. We don't want to see it because that person's in it. Yeah. This is going to be both male, female, yeah. actor, actors, actresses. Uh, just anyone who deters us from a movie is going to be our top fives. This is probably going to ruffle, rustle some feathers. But that's what we want. So, so yeah, yeah, that'll be next week. Next week, top five deterring actors. All right, as always, don't forget to follow us and like us and share us and all of that on all of our platforms. Two guys top fives on just about everything. Twitter, Facebook, yep. uh, SoundCloud. We just set up an Anchor page. If you guys don't know what Anchor is, it's a podcast community. All of our stuff is going to be up on that. It's an it app. It's free. You can use it if you'd like. And uh, we're going to be on more platforms soon. Yeah, we're working on the details on that. We're still working on, our, on the website. We own the domain, but we haven't done anything with it. <laughs> uh, yeah. As always, Twitter for me, Tinky Winky. Twitter for him, Lucas Swanson. We love you guys. You guys seem to appreciate us. We want to do more. We want to expand more. We want to share our voice and our opinions with everybody. We want to hear your opinions. Please help us out. Give us a share. Talk about us to some of your friends. You don't like us? Let us know. You like us? Let us know. Give us a comment 
uh, on any of our stuff on our Twitter page. Yeah. If you agree with us on our our opinions on this one, leave a comment on our SoundCloud page on the actual uh, yeah. clip itself. Rate and review. Share we, it. We, whether you like it or not, Word we don't of mouth care. Is... We, we need to know. We, we don't really pay to advertise anything, so word of mouth is really all we've got. Yeah. We, we're we, doing we this just, for you guys and just for us, and you know, we wanna, if, we could, you know. if we could reach out and hear more, if more people could hear us, we would love that. So we need your help, so share us. Yeah. Spread us like a wildfire. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everybody, get ready. <laughs> Deterring Actors is next week. Take care, be good. Watch more movies. We love you.